Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. I'm your host, Silwan. Great to be with you today on a chilly and bright Thursday. Last night here in Indiana, it got down to 53 degrees, if you can believe that. Thought it was fall, but it's still August. But what a nice day for this week of affirmation. Now, Monday, I briefly went over a list of things that I believe in, that I affirmed. Tuesday, we focused on two of those, adventure and family. Yesterday, it was hard work and Jesus. Today, the power of love and helping others. Now, I don't know about you, but I've spent a lot, too much of my time in life chasing things that I didn't really need, that weren't going to fulfill me. When truly all I needed was right in front of me. Love. From my family. From my wife. From my relatives. I think sometimes we avoid it because in some ways it's simple. You don't need money. You don't need applause to love somebody. People don't see it. They don't put it on Facebook. But it's right there in front of you. You know, when you're in a deep relationship with somebody, the the vapidness of the world just kind of fades away. Things become clear. But why don't we focus on it? I think in some ways because it's, one, it's it's almost too simple. And the other one is it kind of goes against our ego. Our ego wants to possess things. Our ego wants to go look at me. And that's not how the relationship of love works. Love is about giving to someone. Which leads to the other topic today, helping others. When you help others, it fills you up in a way that temporal things cannot do. It's a satisfaction of work. It's a satisfaction of helping someone. It leaves a legacy. You see a a smile on the face of a small child or someone who's poor someone who's struggling with addiction, somebody in a prison and who's never leaving and you come to see them and it might be the only piece of happy they have all day, it leaves something in you that lasts forever. I think in a lot of ways, more than anything, sin tries to take our eyes off of love and helping others. Because if you do do those two things, I mean, honestly, you don't even have time to sin. <laughs> you don't have time to think about the things that leads to trouble. But it's hard to focus. And it really is that simple. It really is that important. What's the Bible say about love? From 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 2, If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. Think about what that's saying. Now, it's talking about love and a relationship to other big things you could have, wisdom and the power to move mountains. And what is it saying? That without love, those things are nothing. Well, 
Guess what else that says? By inference, obviously. You could have a big house. You could have a lot of money in the bank. You could have people pat you on the back and tell you how great you are. But if you don't have love, you have nothing. And then what's the flip side of that? If you have love, what else do you need? From the Song of Solomon, chapter 8, verse 7. Many waters cannot quench love. Rivers cannot wash it away. If one were to give all the wealth of his house for love, it would be utterly scorned. You can't buy love. What a great Beatles song. Can't buy me love. You can't. You can't buy it. That's the frustrating thing about love, yet it's the beauty of love. It is the power. It is the value that overshadows everything else. And then what's the Bible saying? Helping others, which is sort of an outcome of love. Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. From Galatians chapter 6, verse 2. Listen to that again. Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. Now again, that's a hard verse. Think about it deeply. What's that saying? You made a decision, I believe, at faith. I believe what the Bible says. As we talked about the other day, you believe that Jesus was who he said he was. Well, what are you called to do next? Carry each other's burdens to help one another. And, and, and think of the word it uses, burdens. That means help people with their worst problems. Help them when they don't have money. Help them when they can't eat. Help them when they don't think they can go on. Help them when they are sick. It's not just being nice, smiling, asking them how they're doing, giving them a ride somewhere. I mean, it's all of that, of course, but it's the heavy stuff. It's the burdens. You know, we need very little to actually live, if you think about it. You need a place to sleep, you need food and water, and you need a place to clean yourself. That's about it. If you had those things and you had deep relationships, you had much love, and you had a desire to help others and you did it. With the time you had, you helped others. You'd go to bed at night feeling completely fulfilled, tired, worn out but taken care of and having all of the important things, love and others that you help. Everything on top of that is a luxury, everything, especially against the backdrop of history. You think about what few things people had even 100 years ago, 150 years ago. Heck, not even that long. I mean, in the 30s, there were people that didn't have running water. I mean, it was really only after World War II as our country expanded, as soldiers, troops came home, that, that the modern luxuries we take for granted today, everybody started to have refrigerators, electricity, running water. I mean, before that, there were a lot of people that didn't have those things. And they got by. They were happy. Life might have been hard. Might not have been happy by our standard of, do I have a video game and central air and, and whatnot. But they had love. They had meaning from Luke chapter 12, verses 32 through 34. 
Do not be afraid, little flock, for your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the poor. Provide purses for yourself that will not wear out, a treasure in heaven that will never fail, where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. You don't need much if you have the important things. Sell your possessions. Sell your possessions. Man, isn't that hard? Look around you. Do you own your possessions or do they own you? Do you spend time worrying about things that takes away from the time you could be loving someone and that you could be helping others? I bet you do. I know I do. There's two forces that we've got to tap into to live our life the way it was intended. One is the Holy Spirit of God. We were created in God's image. To be as powerful in that force as we need to be, we need to have that spirit within us. And then number two, we've got to use that to love. Outside of that spirit of God, the most powerful human force is love. I was just reminded of this on my weekend away with my dear wife. You know, the most precious moments of that was just being with her, sitting next to her on an airplane, driving with her alone in a car, holding her hand, sitting on a couch, listening to the water. Nothing but each other, you know, a couple of bags, some clothes. I didn't feel like I needed hardly anything. It was her. I was thinking about my kids. Made me understand, reminded me how many things that I worry about are meaningless. How many ways that I gauge my value in the world are meaningless. How much time I spend chasing after things that aren't important. And what's the result of that? I realize I take love for granted. I take love for granted, and in doing so, I don't help people as much as I should. Even though I do this podcast, even though my work in speaking, do I really help people? I mean, you know, I do those things, but they benefit me. Do I reach out to that poor person in town, that homeless person, that addict? Am I walking down the street, and do I see somebody having a bad day, and do I stop what I'm doing and smile at them and ask them how they're doing? knowing what horrors could be behind that stressed-out face? Do I come home at the end of the day frustrated and look at my dear wife and realize how special the love we have is and allow that to bring me peace and go, you know what, it's okay. Don't let that stuff preoccupy your mind. Don't worry about that stuff. Focus on her. Do I do that? I don't do that all the time. I doubt I'm alone. I doubt I'm the only one that takes love for granted and takes the opportunity to help others for granted. Sad thing is when we don't let love fill that hole inside us, nothing else will. We just chase our tails. It's like a heroin addict running after that very first high, that very first feeling of that drug, and they never can quite get there and it never quite satisfies and they give up everything for it until eventually it'll kill them. 
But you don't have to be a heroin addict. You can just be someone who's trying to fill that hole with clothes and applause and cars and food and the internet. You name it. But God knows how we were created. The Bible knows how we were created. I read you those verses. They're old. It was true before modern man. It was true before modern conveniences. Everything's vanity except love. The work we do is meaningless except work that helps others. That's a high calling. Those are heavy words. Those are hard to follow. But they matter and they're meaningful. And they will change your life if you allow them to. Love. Help others. Work hard. Go on adventures. It's the kind of life you want. It's the kind of life I'm trying to lead. I often fall short. Thankfully, I got a a wife who loves me. I got kids I love, and I love them. And we remind each other every day what's important. We help each other overcome the bad stuff, the meaningless stuff, so we can focus on the good stuff, the way we were made to live. So until next time, my friends, go love somebody. Don't have anyone to love right now? Go help somebody. Maybe you'll find a little love there. Expecting nothing in return. Realizing how much you're surrounded by is meaningless. And then maybe you'll aim high. You'll aim higher. You'll spread your wings. And you'll keep your eyes on the things that matter. And thanks for joining me on this week of affirmation on things that matter. Until tomorrow, I'm your host, Silouan. Be ready for the last day of our week of affirmation. It'll be a humdinger. And until then, I am your host. Peace. You've been listening to the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.